explain. I am telling the doctor about the stars, she said. They're not shining properly, you know. Yes, my dear, I'm sure they're not, he replied. Now let me take you out onto the terrace. It really is too charming a day not to be outside. Remember the stars, doctor, Madame Arcana called out as she was led away. Let us meet at eight tonight, and then I can show you my scrolls. Oh, you've got an admirer, I chuckled after they'd left. Who? Madame Arcana? Far too young for me, the doctor replied. I can just see the two of you down by the harbour, sipping pastis and pondering pentagrams, I said. I promise I'd keep out of your way. Before the doctor could reply with doubtlessly a sarcastic comment, the terrace doors opened. The four newcomers were returning from a game of tennis and were dressed in white. Anne and Sally were of a similar age in their early twenties. Even at this hour of the day, Sally was wearing bright red lipstick and her hair was cut in a stylish bob, in contrast to the loose curls of her more demure friend. The older man was in his late thirties. Professor Henri Chevalier was a speleologist and something of an adventurer by all accounts. He'd been staying at the hotel for a while now, excited by the discovery of a prehistoric cave near the sea. Young Thomas Crichton was the fourth member of the party. Tommy came from a rich English family who'd sent him on a grand tour of Europe, but he'd arrived in Antibes and had stayed. Romana, you surely do look splendid, he gushed. But then you always do look splendid. Yes, Tommy, I sighed, and so you keep saying. I tried to change the subject and glowered at the doctor who was sniggering in the background. How was tennis? Tommy and Anne absolutely thrashed us, darling, said Sally. I thought Tommy was wonderful, Anne ventured shyly. Of course, Henri and I would have won if I'd been playing with my own racket, Sally continued. It's gone AWOL. I had to borrow one of Anne's. Darling, it's simply too tiresome for words. You don't think it was stolen, do you? asked Anne. Lady Darlington's lorgnette went missing just the other day, you know, and Binky Blaine can't find his copy of that new novel by Mrs Christie. He swears he left it in his room and now it's gone. The doctor became interested. Was a petty thief working in the hotel, he wondered aloud. The professor shook his head. Things had indeed gone missing from residence rooms recently, he told us, but nothing of value. In all probability, the items had been mislaid. It was no coincidence that Lady Darlington was nicknamed Dotty, after all. Dear Dotty has been behaving more oddly than ever since she made all that fuss about losing her lorgnette, Sally remarked. Really? asked the doctor. Oh, yes, I noticed that too, said Anne. She's been spending so much time with Mr Crane recently. I heard talk she was going to invest some money in one of his business ventures. I asked Anne why that seemed odd. Well, Lady Darlington's never displayed the slightest familiarity with Mr Crane before. In fact, just two weeks ago she called him... Uh, well, I, I wouldn't like to say. Anne lowered her eyes, embarrassed. She called him a spineless peddler of genocide, whose only interest was money, and who she wished would burn in hell, Sally said cheerfully. Her two brothers were killed in the Great War, Tommy explained, and Crane Industries is involved in the munitions business. Yes, that does seem odd, I agreed. I can hardly see the two of them in business together. Well, I feel dashed put out, said Tommy. No one's thought to steal anything from me. Maybe that's because you are the thief, Tommy, Sally said. I say, you don't think, he asked. 
I'm sure Sal is teasing you, I reassured him. Oh, yes, very amusing, he said. I say, Romana, Mr Crane is holding a party on board his yacht, the Hermes, tonight. You would be doing me the most awful honour if... Tommy, I'm old enough to be your... Well, I'm old enough, I told him. But I'm sure Anne would like to go. And besides, I looked over at the doctor and then the professor, hoping they'd back me up. You see, Tommy, I have a previous engagement. The professor here has promised to indulge the doctor and myself in a spot of spelunking. He's promised to do what? asked Tommy aghast. Cave exploring, Tommy. We're going cave exploring. It was dark when the professor led us along the narrow coastal path. The stars in the sky twinkled brightly. Romana, that was shameless, the doctor scolded me.